indigenous ideology is not about Canada taking an entirely different direction. Many people love living in this country. Many new Canadians love coming to Canada. But indigenous ideology was never really accepted, nor did it ever really seep through what Canada has been creating on top of what indigenous people have always had and tried to share. It is now time that we do that. Like the legendary story, that is just a little glimpse of how beautiful this world could look when we really accept indigenous ideology into our normal lives living in a country we call Canada. This country is resetting itself right now. And we got to utilize our momentum. It's not that, you know, Canada must accept one or the other. We can coexist together. And that is what is beautiful about Indigenous ideology. Indigenous people don't... Indigenous people, as one Indigenous person, I am a Canadian, but I'm also a First Nation person. I have what you call dual citizenship in this country. There's nothing wrong with that. All that means is because of a treaty, because of us coexisting together, I have a Canadian passport. I go shopping. I, 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 I do all the things every Canada Canadian does. But because I'm a lineage of the first people, I am also have rights as first people. There's nothing wrong with that. That's something that we must not shy away from, but we must learn more. I'm going to end you with this. One more legendary story to give us more hope looking forward. This is the legendary story of the hummingbird. One day, this lightning struck a tree and this tree started on fire. This hummingbird was sitting on another tree and she watched it. And without thinking and even considering not to help this hummingbird, seen a water a long ways away, so she she swung down, picked up water in her beak, and went all the way back and spit on this tree, the little water she can hold. All afternoon, this hummingbird did this. Many of us are hummingbirds. She didn't think of herself. She just thought of the greater purpose of making sure that tree's fire could be outed with her help. This raven was sitting on the tree watching this hummingbird go back and forth. And sometimes in our lives, we have ravens too. And finally, this raven told the hummingbird, why are you even trying? You're not going to out the fire. And this hummingbird, on her way back to get more water without losing her breath, she said, I may not out the fire, but every time I pick up water, I make a little difference. We need a lot of hummingbirds in this country to make a little difference so that our children and children yet unborn can have a brighter future. And I guarantee you with that, we will be the greatest country in this world. I thank you very much for letting me share a few words with you. Nanaskaman, thank you very much. No road takes us to a sure place. If we have been there before, what we remember of it may have changed. People moved away, buildings altered. What we remember holds us in the moment of time we last experienced 
the reality of the place. But even should the walls remain in place, the trees around be strong and yet as broad, the people unchanged from when we last arrived, the places of our hearts know new terrain and we who carry it within us will see with different eyes. May we be open to what our eyes tell us of our lives, not just of places well known and loved, but of new land, new discoveries, new places of the heart. Spring hovers on the city corners, waiting for change to sweep her away and create a new place. She waits down by the lakeshore, the ice pushing, pushing up and out, waiting to be swept further out into the depths. The breaking up so deafening that we clutch our ears to ease the fleeting pain that passes through us. Tomorrow, the trees will bend in the light wind, and for a while, the sun will be warm on our backs, soothing us into another moment of hope another moment when we have opportunity to create goodness in our lives for ourselves and for others. May we know what we need in the springtime of this year, and may we create those desires into our church lives. Biologist and physicist Brian Swim tells a story of a conversation he had with Thomas Berry, the historian and world religion scholar. He was working his way through a Greek salad at a Broadway diner in New York when Thomas suddenly said, you scientists have this stupendous story of the universe that breaks outside of all previous cosmologies, but you miss its significance when you see it only from a quantitative mode. You fail to hear its music. That's what the spiritual traditions can provide. Tell the story, but tell it with a feel for its music. Have you ever noticed that one of the core foundations of any spiritual tradition is the music? When you enter any church, synagogue, mosque, temple, drum circle, spiritual gathering, you will hear their version of the creation story, that story that guides their understanding of who they are, why they are here, and what they hold to be sacred. You will be flooded with music that is distinctive to their expression of that creation story. The music makes them feel at home, within themselves and together as a community. In our tradition, most of this music spoke of a God who was savior, redeemer, provider, the God of historical understanding, and we were to worship him. The definition of music is sounds combined to produce beauty of form, harmony, and expression of emotion. Our traditional language sort of missed the boat as it was hierarchical, paternalistic, elitist, exclusionary, and interventionist, which seldom touches our emotions. Rather than the language, what brought emotion and stirred the soul for us then 
were beautiful harmonies. Plato wrote that music gives a soul to the universe, describing the depth and breadth of emotion that music evokes for the human spirit and perhaps beyond. Even for those of us who do not have a gift for singing well, it draws us inward, it draws us together. Be it songs about love or loss, joy or sorrow, gratitude or anger, hope or anguish. The peace, O oh God, we call still touches us deeply in its harmony and its beauty. It speaks of yearning for God. That yearning is still present for us. Indeed, it can be quite visceral, but the God language no longer fits. To remain relevant, the music of our spiritual traditions has had to shift and change with the times and with our deepening understanding of spirit and all that connects us. Sometimes those shifts and changes have been welcome, but other times they are painful. Sharon validates these chaotic feelings that we must experience in time of change in her metaphor of ice breaking up in spring. She writes, We are waiting to be swept further out into the depths, the breaking up so deafening that we clutch our ears to ease the fleeting pain that passes through us. That pain is part of the process of moving towards spring. Our Saskatoon congregation, Miwasa Valley, and our vocal quintet, Nefesh Spirit, experienced springtime at various times and in various ways as we traveled along the crooked road of change. As our spiritual journey unfolded, we found ourselves exploring a path of questioning and rethinking many of the traditional understandings and beliefs we thought we held. The importance of language became so paramount that we began looking with new eyes at the lyrics of the songs we wanted to sing. We realized that to sing with integrity meant so much more than just singing beautiful harmonies. The lyrics had to match our changing understandings and perceptions. This opened a whole new and exciting world to us. We discovered many new songwriters whose songs we could sing with integrity. Though many songs that we used to sing were discarded, there were some that still held great potential and the harmonies were too beautiful to lose. So we began rewriting lyrics to make them less theistic, more inclusive, more expansive. We began contacting songwriters and lyricists for permission, and in doing so, forged new relationships with them. It was exciting and encouraging to have conversations with them and to share spiritual journeys with each other. At the same time as this was happening, Wynne and Bob Thompson found themselves on a parallel journey around language, theology, and music. Following attendance at a National Progressive Christianity Conference, they became editors for the organization's journal Progressions, giving Bob the opportunity to freely express new perspectives, things he had not felt free to say from the pulpit. 
to share a few thoughts with you about music in my life. My husband, Bob, died in the spring of 2017 after almost four years of treatment for leukemia. Just three days before his death, Nefesh spirit came to our home to sing their comforting and calming words and harmonies. It was a very special experience for us. Bob had been at a low ebb, but the musical blessing of these friends awakened something in him. He became talkative with the group. He had an animated conversation, reminiscing about his years in ministry. And he even told some humorous stories. He was really back to his own self for a time. It was amazing to see that happen. We were so grateful to these friends who made time in their busy schedules to come and minister to us. I claimed another musical blessing when Christopher New published his collection of songs. Chris's beautiful music and John Oldham's wonderful words, we will sing through our tears, became a comforting and inspiring song for me. Even now, when I sit down at my piano, I usually go to that music to sing and play. Thank you, Chris. It's almost four years since Nefesh Spirit welcomed me as a new member to the group. It has brought new focus and fun and fellowship to my life. Creating harmonies with these exceptional women and feeling the strong bonds as we make music together has really helped me find my way forward. The next words you will hear are from the servant song and they really describe the way we feel about each other. Brian Swim spoke of the powers of the universe. One of those allurement is that energy of attraction that we intuitively feel and know at a very young age without having words. Preschoolers, for example, play with train sets with cars that are drawn together with magnets. They feel the resistance to connection of the cars when they're lined up backwards, and then the invisible but real attraction of the cars to each other when one car is turned around, they snap together without human effort. In school, we soon learned of the gravitational energy that holds lettuce plants in the garden, massive trees solidly rooted in the forest, and us to this planet. The needle in the compass in our canoe feels magically drawn towards the north. Chemical elements are attracted to each other and join together as something new. Allurement has always struck me as being connected to music somehow, particularly harmony singing. I believe that this power of the universe that Brian Swim tells us about is present in music, in the effect the sounds have on us, that pull that attraction, that allurement is working on us between the notes, between the musicians, and between the musicians and the listeners. 
A friend of ours has described her experience of listening to us sing, saying to us, actually, that she's reluctant to express it, as it sounds even to her a bit crazy. But what she says she experiences when we sing is a need to look away from us because it feels so open that we are so open that she will whoosh into us. She says when it happens, it is so incredibly intimate and powerful that watching us seems intrusive and invasive. She says there is this sense of merging, that form and boundaries are not present. Allurement. This is allurement. We feel it when we sing harmony together. The notes we share pull towards each other as we attune the chord. In fact, we have this sense of leaning into each other as we sing and leaning into the instruments that are being played. We yearn to edge into that goodness that Sharon spoke of, like trees bending in the wind or bodies arching towards the soothing warmth of the sun on our backs. Well, when I began to think about allurements and reframing around our ongoing music and spiritual journey, I really found myself in northern Saskatchewan in 1999, lying on the rocks at Nut Point with a group of wonderful women on a canoe retreat. We were beside a still lake, bathed by the forest and the moonlight. The sounds and music of nature were all around us, if we listened. The melody of the birds, the insects, the wind flying through the trees, making them bend and stretch and arch. The sound of water lapping on the bow of that old aluminum canoe or roaring over the white water. The pull of nature was everywhere. How could we not sing? We sang around the campfire in our canoes. We sang swimming. We sang on the rocks. We danced and performed dramas. Music and nature spiritually bound us. 1999 was our initial Nefesh canoe trip. Over the next 20 years, a group of women, initially from Muawasan Valley United Church and later other friends, spent retreat time in the wilderness to rest, to reflect, to sing, to question, and to continue our journey in the arms of nature. How life-giving. We always talked about ways to bring Nefesh home. And each of us made a conscious effort to carry this out. We had many retreats. We presented a service to the congregants. And we shared our music. Our vocal group, Nefesh Spirit, evolved from that first canoe retreat together. Five of us began to sing weekly with no expectations. But we have continued to carve out time in our lives for all these years to share our love of harmonic singing, drama, and each other. I think that we'd all agree with Dawn 
that it is always deeply soul-filling, life-giving, a very sacred time. It feels like prayer. I feel it is my way of continuing this journey of questioning and yearning, reconnecting with my spirit, bringing Nefesh home. Thanks, Deb, for the memories of that night at that point where we sang while the northern lights danced. I think for me, that was a lurement to connect music to a journey of discovery. I feel like the little baby sister that is one step behind the sisters yearning to be like them, but not quite getting it. And my spiritual journey has not come easy to me. And I feel like I'm in a deep hole, lost in what I really feel and believe, except for when I'm singing. It's the music and the connection that I feel. And I don't know what it is or what I would call it. It's something that's greater than myself, greater than the five of us, and greater than those who listen. When we sing together, we, we like to sing so that we can see each other. Not just hear each other, but feel our presence together. It's an intimate connection that draws me in and that it transfers out to those that are part of it with us. We may be the ones that are voicing the words and echoing the harmony, but everyone who is there with us is a part of this intimate connection. To look around the room and to be drawn into the hearts into the inner connection of someone who is not only listening with their ears, but with their whole being, and is a part of that experience, the allurement. We are drawn together by music, and the spiritual journey begins. Both in and beyond this pandemic, we continuously yearn to sing as a group and in community, seeking and experiencing that allurement which is integral to who we are. Although we may no longer sing, Oh God, We Call, we continue to discover in community at SSUC and as a singing group, pieces that draw us together to the very core of our beings. The power of allurement that drew the stars together is working in us. We don't need to create allurement. We already embody it. Within that embodiment, may we all find grace, peace, and freedom on our journey. I wish you free I wish you free I wish you free 
In silence, we open our hearts to the whisper of holiness. Chords of music fill us with deep reverence for the wonders we see and know in creation. The rhythms of life come constant to us through the blessing of music and steady our pulse. Let us overflow with the gift of past and present and feel the sacred in each note, each chord, each harmony of life. Listen. 